what is happening? <clears throat> hey, what's up, bro? Not much. Not much. What is happening, Chris? Hey, just give you a heads up. I got. I'll be calling my daughter here in like twenty minutes. So. Mm-hmm. This will be a real. This will be real quick. Okay. This ain't our. This ain't our usual. Usual. Let me just wait for Ronan to get in. Yeah, man, there was a lot of stuff that they um they definitely announced uh, that was actually coming out. Yeah, I mean they end up showing two two new exotics and then couple finishers and that uh, pretty much the seasonal content is going to be like every season different raid and then the uh, at the moon I don't know I don't really don't know what they're like is it just going to be like another type gambit type thing or like I'm not sure if it's like a horde mode or what's going on yeah it's, it's like the nightmare hunt type of thing should be interesting though yeah man and also uh, reading that that leak thing too. No, I didn't see that. What was that one? Yeah, so that was basically the um, how the story is gonna go, and it actually ties right into the uh, the Dorito ships. Oh, does it? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, buddy. In a minute. Excuse you. I'll have to say, if you try to find that leak, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I think I sent it to you. And Paul Tassi kind of covered it a little bit. I'll definitely have to peep that. Yeah. So, what was your overall uh, experience, guys, when you guys seen the uh, the stream? What was your uh, thoughts on it? Is there? You guys hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. Right, just put in my headphones. I'm in the middle of cooking dinner, and, and then I'll be calling <laughs> my da- daughter in like 15 minutes. So in 15 minutes, I got to go. So, mm-hmm. Just so you guys are aware. Yeah, it's a real quick review. Wait for Ronan to get up. Should be running some raids tonight. Have to get online and check the team. But if we got definitely. we got time, we definitely run through one. Crackers? Yeah. These crackers? Yeah. I'm gonna do the uh, intro, and we'll go ahead and start. Intro. Is everyone? Welcome everyone to the Last Shady Radio. Uh, with my three, where my four co-hosts on in, he's coming. But uh, my two guys I got right now, uh, Chris Chavis and Sergio, and this is the actual uh, roundtable review. Oh, there he goes. There he is. Yeah, sorry, I kind of got caught up shooting things in a public event. <laughs> Forgot where I was for a second. <laughs> This is the round table review, everyone. So, uh, for the Gamescom uh, that hit us on Monday, 
So we're going to get our thoughts, and it's going to be a quick show today. It's not going to be a super long one. So um, first things first up, we got one of the biggest elephants in the room. Of course, we've seen that Insomniac Games, uh, Sony, it's finally getting Insomniac Games, and this is actually a big, uh, this is a big thing, man. They have been a very successful company. They've done a lot of exclusives, especially on uh, PC as well. And uh, I was reading, uh, there's an article saying, stating that, you know, with their partnerships, you would probably likely see a lot of uh, games that's, that's kind of exclusive that they make going on to PC as well. You know, so what do you guys think about this? Uh, start with uh, Sergio. What do you think? Uh, <clears throat> I think Ronan really hit it on the head when he said, um, quote, <laughs> it's Facebook official, end quote. <laughs> yeah, sure is. <laughs> I think everyone kind of saw that coming, you know, down the pipeline. It's just now it's like, hey, it's out in the open. Everyone knows about it. Yeah, after like, you know, four console generations and like 20 different games or whatever. After all this time, it was just like, you know, get a room, people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind, right it, kind, here, it kind of made sense because, you know, you know, Sony, um, I mean, sorry, PlayStation, and has just been just been the brunt of a lot of Insomniac games, man. Yeah. I think yeah. So, yeah. Sony was looking for some more exclusive content, especially after Bungie said they were going to drop the exclusive exclusivity so this is something good like you know how Sony always wants their exclusives too so but I mean that's not going to twist and Microsoft likes their own their set of exclusive as well so I think now with this cross platform potential coming out with this cross save though we're probably going to see a a lot more titles being able to see on multiple platforms because before that was stuff yeah. like it was exclusive to Xbox and then you know PC and Xbox. Now we're starting to see a, a shift, a dynamic. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if certain things from certain genres will come over. I mean, I still think like stuff like Gears of War and stuff will stay primarily on Xbox, but I think we'll see a lot more crossovers. Yeah, and and it, it thought of the like like we were saying, Gamer Tour, because especially when I. Uh, you know, at your Activision and all of that um, happened between uh, uh, Bungie and everything. They lost the studio. Um, they when they split, that was a big studio. Bungie was a big studio for them. And to be able to uh, finally get uh, Insomniac Games, that's kind of that's it's a win for them. You know, because now they've been very successful and they made a lot of like you guys were saying, they made a lot of exclusives for uh, Sony. So. Seeing this down the road, yes, I definitely was thinking this was actually going to happen. I didn't know it was going to be a story, The memes but... are great, man. The memes are great. <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing that. Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot. What's your, what's your thought on it, Well, you know, it's kind of funny that they announced a few months back about how Sony was jumping on the um, this is like a dual part thing. Sony was like jumping on with Microsoft to help with like the streaming of their games, right? Yeah. And then uh, it was last week or the week before Phil Spencer came out and he's like talking about how 
even though Xbox will have their exclusive titles, they're also going to have stuff that, you know, may make sense to go to other platforms, like, say, uh, Outer Worlds 2 or something, right? Or different games they make that might, or Sea of Thieves maybe even, right? They might not just stay on the Xbox console. And now here today, Sony's, like, saying the exact same thing, so I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, you see it would be it would be pretty cool, man, to see like a new world of like you know at least lightweight sharing go on between the two. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. At least a little lightweight partnership here, right there, here and there, you know. Um, and yeah, it's like an evolution, I think, of the crossplay idea too. Yes. It's like, well, why not just cross game everything? Yeah, because they know they know that this this next generation. We got we got a lot. There's a lot they haven't really told us about these new systems, really, guys. And to be honest, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they haven't shown us yet, you know. And they, you can see, it seems like all the systems and all the companies are kind of trying to push this uh, a cross save type of thing, you know, next gen, a uh, wave, because they know that's what the future is going to look like for the next generation consoles. So. They know they need to say start implementing that in the future lineup of games and even in current games that's running. It's the continuous push for you know better graphics, better gaming, and such that consoles and PCs that line's becoming slightly blurred as far as you know what and it really makes these things really exclusive. I think PCs will always have the upper hand unless uh, consoles you know jump to that full platform type thing. But I think with the specs that were released for the PlayStation Five and stuff. Uh, since everything's getting so close, it's really hard to keep that independent market. So I think it's smart because uh, you're pretty much going to merge three markets into one, right? You're going to have Microsoft with theirs, PlayStation with theirs, and PC, you know, those those big players. Everything developing for, like, one end state, you know? I think that'll be good for the market. I think you'll see price drops, but also a lot more titles come available for all different types of platforms. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I definitely agree with you on that. You know, it's is this is an this is interesting times, man. You know, for the gaming community and for for them to do something like this and uh, uh coming quickly quicker than we all thought it was actually going to come. This is um this is going to be interesting, man. I definitely agree. Uh, so uh, moving on to the next topic. So we seen, I know you guys probably seen Google Stadia going to have Cyberpunk. A lot of people who had mixed reviews on it. They was like, "How is that gonna work?" Or, you know, I mean, just seeing people with with different types of opinions. What do you guys think? Uh, Starting with Chris Davis, what you think, man? So I mean, I don't, I really don't have much to say on the cyberpunk thing. It's not really something that's like down my alley. Uh, but again, mm-hmm. I think this is trying to push that new platform that Google Stadia is, uh, trying to get that some traction because. After what was it, Keanu Reeves got on stage at E3, like, you know, Cyberpunk got like super hype and like everyone was, I think there's a lot of people already excited about the game in the whole, um, but Stadia mm-hmm. still needs to gain some traction too outside of just, you know, what Bungie and Destiny type thing, uh, because it's, I think we've seen a lot of different types of kind of web-based like sharing. Uh, there's been a couple other consoles that tried and, and failed and back in the day and like Google's one of those one of those companies don't like to fail. So, I mean, especially with Bungie saying they're going to, you know, partner with them and stuff. Like, it's kind of, if it fails, a lot of things fail. 
Um, and I think by giving more platforms on Stadia, it's going to give it more traction because Cyberpunk is kind of, I don't know if it's like one of the most hyped games or it's like a kind of middle of the road type thing, but I think both parties are going to benefit from that announcement. So I think that's what they're trying to do is build traction for both. Yeah, I, I definitely think I agree. I definitely agree with you. What do you think about it, Sergio? I'm on. I'm on board for the whole thing, man. I think. Um, I think this has the potential to be. Yeah, buddy. It has the potential to be pretty big. You know, they also have like a. Um, so this is going to be a wireless a wireless platform to where you can you know do uh, cloud based. Um, Gaming, but you know they also have a um, a wired version coming out as well a little later on. Um, so I don't know if you guys read up on that, but there will be a wired version of the game, so where you can actually plug up to Ethernet. Really? Yep. Oh, there that's will be one too. Yep. So you'll be able to buy a wire and a wireless version. I'm kind of excited just to see because I mean, who wouldn't want to pick up and go? You know. I feel like most places do have the capability to stream at least 30 megs down, which is the requirement for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the growing list of uh, devs and um, you know people on, I think people are really looking forward to this thing coming out. And honestly, for the price point that they got it coming out for the Founders Edition, uh, uh, that's like maybe, what, two games, right? Like sixty bucks yeah. a game, it's just you know, I, I think it's a pretty good price point. So, yeah, uh, and especially with the lineup coming up, they just keep adding more games, man. So, here's to yeah, it, they man. got to November. Yeah, they got no, to November to to really go really go full steam ahead with this. What's your wish? So, what's your thought, Ronan, on it? What do you think about it? Think they can do it? Yeah, I don't see why not, man. It's just all. Let's start with the first thing you said about people being upset. Why would you be upset? It's just fanboy rage makes no sense to me sometimes. It's not like a platform exclusive. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a competitive multiplayer game of some sort. It's just basically, as far as I know, mostly just a good big single-player RPG, right? So sounds like a good fit to me. My buddy. Me too. I definitely agree. And of course, we also seen um, we seen Gears of War finally getting finally getting this campaign. We we finally see the story. Uh, I know, uh, Sergio, you've been hyped for this um, to see the story. What do you think about it so far, and what you've seen? Um, I think it's going to be good, man. It wasn't. I, I was a little underwhelmed. At the amount of footage that we got for the story, I was kind of annoyed. I was kind of annoyed that they kind of almost centered the presentation around the horde mode and all the other. Um, That's wrong, man. The non-story part, but you know, I think there's a lot of a lot of good stuff. We kind of have an idea of what's going on, um, in the story. So uh, I think it has a lot. A lot to offer when it comes out. Hey boys, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cut and run, but uh, you know I'll I'll pick up with you guys next time. I appreciate it, Chris. Yep, take it easy, guys. I appreciate it, Japanese. Hey, later. 
Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that uh, the the story. Yeah, it, it seems like it, it could be really wet, really well done. Uh, and as far as the characters having the characters having oats, different oats, that's pretty cool, man. That's really cool having their own different types of uh, abilities. I really like that aspect. And they, they were saying that one of the characters, Jack, uh, him being kind of like that heel-based guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's very good. it's very uh, co-op friendly, and it's kind of cool because it's like uh, it's like they're they're looking for the origins of the locusts. So they're kind of like exploring the stuff in the past, in the future, which is kind of cool. Um, so, uh, gameplay looks clean too. Man, it looks crisp, man. It looks crisp. <sighs> it's gonna be one of those games that you could, you know, it's gonna be one of those games that is probably gonna get one of the best Xbox games, you know, this year. And that's if, uh, if Halo doesn't, you know, if, if Halo comes out strong, you know, we'll see. And then the biggest thing that they said, the crossover, which is pretty cool. That's interesting, having a Halo crossover, you know, thing. Oh, yeah, because it's coming to what, like, um, Xbox and PC? Yeah. I said, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's cool right there, man. Definitely interesting. What's your what's your thing? Uh, what's your take on that? Uh, uh, running. You think that you think it's pretty cool from what you're saying? Yeah, man. It's like you know, if there's one thing that Gears has always done from when Epic did it to the Collective now is they do know how to put together a set piece. I'll give them that much. I was watching the trailer, like, yeah, you guys know how to nail the cinematics, and you know, that's not being the biggest Gears fan in the world, but I like them. I don't dislike them you know and i think it looks cool i would play it i'm like yeah it looks all right just just for the sheer like set piece of it sometimes gears bothers me just because of the bullet sponginess of the locusts where i feel like i'm dumping 400 rounds into them at all times (laughs) it's like it's like damn boys it's like shoo so yeah they uh yeah it's a it's cool man it looked all right i was like yeah, sure. Why not? The problem I had with the whole presentation is sometimes why I might be sitting here like a little off about my recollections of it was the whole time I was watching it, like every 10 seconds, it would hitch a little bit. And so yeah. it was almost like it would, it would go and then it would, like, and they go some more. And then, you know, I was like, what, what the hell? I guess just transferring it from here from, to there was technical issues or something. But I was like, what's going on here? I can't look at this. So what I got through my stop motion presentation was it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, man. It, it looks really, it looks really nice, man. Yeah, it, it, I really liked the way they uh, presented it pretty well. And yeah, they did kind of, you know, gear a little bit towards the horror mode as they wanted to people to really see in depth a lot of stuff and how the mechanics are set up in it and everything like that but I definitely was itching for some more uh, uh, campaign mode, campaign you know story but I'm glad they gave us finally gave us a reveal of it at least yeah man that Unreal Engine man is so pretty man so pretty it is Unreal <laughs> yeah it's true man <clears throat> so sorry, the next one that uh, the next one uh, uh for uh, me and uh, Ronan, the Shadow Keep trailer cinematic, 
and gameplay. What is your overall take to that? Uh, what we actually finally seen and how the uh, map is laid out for Shadowkeep. Well, I don't know. That first cinematic, man, was just, I don't know. I don't want to go in too hard on it, but it was it was pretty. It was one of those that I immediately wanted to just go to everybody I know, the games that doesn't play Destiny, and be like, watch this and tell me you don't want to jump in and play this game. <laughs> tell me you don't want any part of this. Look at it. He threw down a well, and then he threw a roundhouse kick right in that guy's face. Tell me you don't want to do that. I was like, but yeah, it was like, and then at the very beginning, the best part was when they had the three guardians standing there. They two of them jumped on their sparrows, and one of them just happened to stay AFK. And I was like, yeah, we already got an AFK here in the trailer, man, right there. <laughs> yeah, it really looks really good. And to show the artifacts, that's amazing. You know, the stuff that the perks, all the perks that's in that artifact, you know, alone. Just seeing how the game is really going to change. And yeah, when they showed that, I was like, yeah, that makes total sense. Once you saw it in action, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It's just basically getting, like, bonus mods for the season, throughout the season. And, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I can handle it. Yeah, I, 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 man, I, it, it's making me more, uh, I'm just so giddy for it right now. But, and also, like, and also, too, you know, the location. Look how many... Uh, all sectors there is. <laughs> I was amazed. I said, "Wow, that's crazy. That's a lot of all sectors." Man. Yeah, it was pretty. I was I, I there for like I said a few weeks ago. I was like, I almost didn't want to play right now because I was so hyped for it. And then when they moved it back to October first, I was like, "All right, well, I'm back to playing again. I can put my hype off for a little bit." And then they started showing all this shit, and it's like, "Well, I'm right back to where I was before." You, <laughs> right, cool. you destiny nerds. Big old destiny dorks. Yes, we are. Sergio, you I know you was hyped for it too. <laughs> you seen that, you was like, ooh. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'll be here one day when Destiny 3 comes out. <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll be right there with us, man. He'll be right there with us. But yeah, that, that was that was cool. Now I also do want to get to that need for speed heat, man. When I seen that, that actually, the way they explained everything, that looks pretty cool, man. Uh, it looks really good. And it's cool how you can customize your characters. And they finally got a, a type of app where you can help customize your loadouts and stuff like that. Man, that's, that's amazing, man. What, you guys, what was your thoughts on this? Well, I kind of like the fact that they have uh... They you have, they have a mobile app, so you can log into your EA account from the app, and you can push all the designs from there, um, from your phone, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. What's your overall thoughts of it? Do you think is that a purchase or it's a purchase? Yeah, I would get it just because I was always a Need for Speed fan. Uh, I think it kind of mm-hmm. died off after a Need for Speed Underground for me, but. Um, I would definitely get it. You know, it's um, who wouldn't ride want to ride along with all your friends? Granted that your friends get it too, but you know, I think it's a really cool game anyway. Yeah, yeah, I really like the way it looks and the theme and how they how they kind of scoped everything and how things, especially like the cops roaming in the day, and it, it's so cool how they how they really did. It's kind of like a combination of everything we played. Um, when it comes to um, 
sneaker speed, and they just added a lot more things to it. Uh, what What was your thoughts when you seen it? Uh, well, well, well. Guess who gets to be the biggest party pooper in the room right now? <laughs> I uh, I have I have a uh, a very complicated relationship with this franchise because back in the PS One days, like Hot Pursuit was like one of my favorite games in the world. Right, mm-hmm. love the original Hot Pursuit. Man, I must have played that game for hundreds of hours, probably just played the living shit out of it. And then uh, a little game called Burnout came out, right? Ooh. And I absolutely fell in love with Burnout. It's still to this day my favorite franchise. So Burnout carried through, and I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to Need for Speed after that. And then, because it kind of started feeling different from what Hot Pursuit was, when they came out with the other styles of the Need for Speed games. It got more of the tuner car stuff. I kind of drifted away from it because it's not really my thing to begin with. I like just good arcadey power slide around a corner and come out faster. Then you went into it right without hitting the brakes, kind of stuff. And um, uh, so then, then Criterion, who made Burnout after Burnout Paradise, uh kind of folded right and so a bunch of the criterion staff or they got bought by ea right and so they put a bunch of the criterion staff into ghost games and i was like all right cool man i can deal. i can deal with this so i'm gonna see this like cool like hybrid of like need for speed and burnout right so maybe what i don't like about need for speed these days will be mitigated by the influx of dna from this other franchise it didn't turn out that way so much. I thought they were still cool games. They were okay, but it was just like I never really got in the way they felt. I played, um, what was it, uh, the most recent Most Wanted game that came out. And I like that because I'm real big into like cop chases and games and the crashing of them and the avoiding the spike traps and all that. All right. So, yeah, that one was pretty cool. I didn't like Rivals at all. I got it and played it and just was just could not get into it. But like uh, yeah, the last most wanted was pretty cool. This one, uh, it's yet another one of those like wait and see when it comes out. I'll play it and see how it feels because it's like I'm real particular about how I like my race games to feel. So it's like if the cars feel too heavy or something, I'm gonna be like, why do I have to hit my brakes right now? I love the Need for Speed Underground too. I love Need for Speed Underground too. I think it was the Need for Speed Carbon. I think I think I like. I really like that one with the uh, where you got the uh, the different areas you got to conquer. And, and right. maybe I really like that. Uh, have your own territory and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. I really like that uh, aspect of the game. Most wanted. I was okay with most wanted. Most wanted was it was a it was a different feel with it. You know, I like that too. Um, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've never really been a big uh, new for speed guy. Just here and there in spots. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Now, how did everybody like that? Uh, what was it? I think it was the was it the monster hunter that they were showing? Yeah, I think I got up and left the room at that point because monster hunter is not my jam at all. <laughs> Just like I tried it. <laughs> I tried it, couldn't do it. I was like, no, no, this ain't for me. So I just checked right out of that one. What did you think about um, that shirt, Oh, the Iceborne thing that came out or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw it, but I wasn't, like, really blown away. 
I played Monster Hunter, and I think it. I I thought it was pretty cool when it first came out. Um, but I don't know. I just never. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It got really stale. Um, yeah, it's like I love the concept of Monster Hunter. I think the concept's cool as hell, but the just the actuality of playing the game was just kind of like. Mm, I mean, don't get me wrong. The uh, the trailer was really neat, really clean. So, if it was on sale for like nineteen ninety nine, I might wait to get a gift card to buy it. Right, right, yeah. It's like one of those like wait for Christmas and asking my parents to get it for me so I don't have to spend money on it myself. It's one of them Christmas gifts. You like? Uh, no, okay, you know, I'm okay with it. But I know like a lot of Monster Hunter fans are losing their tits about it. So more power to you. I know a lot of people absolutely love that game and if that's your genre and you love it that much man congrats you're getting something really cool looking yeah facts now we also did get some new games guys um definitely some new games what was one of the biggest games that you've seen uh, that actually were dry uh so going back to me being a horror fan i forgot i've forgotten all about the blair witch project that was coming out so that looked really, really cool. It actually comes out at the end of the month. It comes out in 10 days. Yeah, so, it does. It's just so weird that game just came, came out of nowhere. It did. And I was like, Blair, Blair Witch? I, was like, yeah. I remember reading it. I remember reading out something about it, but I just didn't expect it just to be like ready. Yeah, yeah, for real. I thought it was still probably a ways out. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I, I was a little... I think I was also a little underwhelmed at the Death Stranding stuff that they showed. It was just like a, it was just like a big open world, and I'm like, damn, this sucks if I have to walk all of this on foot. But you can, you can. Yeah, it sucked. It always sucked. Blah blah blah. blah. You know, you can. We ain't even touched the game yet. You can urinate in the game though, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) My question about that part right there was when he said. Because the little mushroom popped yeah. up, right? And I got disappointed because he didn't stop at the mushroom and inspect it. But it was like, it was like, he did, it made the insinuation. And was I wrong in hearing that it sounded like he said that, like, people that are playing separately in their own worlds can find this communal spot where they peed at and pee more on that spot and make, like, a garden of some sort? Like, to gr- something grows the there garden. from the, from the, from the multiple, multiple uh, piss transactions? <laughs> It's just like this, you just grow this biggest mushroom ever, and you guys can all come like get some resources from it. That like, sounds like a real life scenario that someone had. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, well, no telling what Kojima and his famous friends get up to. In the <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, interesting. You know, to see that, I was like, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm still all in on that game because, you know, Kojima, and I know it's just going to be a freaky mind trip the whole time. Yeah. Oh, but, they were like, uh, uh, those, they were like, don't get attached to the baby because you can, like, you can hold the baby in the game, which I thought was kind of weird. That was part of the gameplay. Uh, well, when they said, and then you can shake the baby with the six axis controller, I'm like, does this thing? I didn't even remember this controller had my. I guess it does because of the VR, but I had totally forgotten that it had motion sensors. Yeah, it does. I was like, does this still. Oh. Don't oh, okay. Cool. I was like, I was, yeah, it, it's still, yeah, the trailer was just kind of like the character introductions were like, mm, yeah, okay, cool, I guess. 
and they just had that one little spot. I first really assumed that there's going to be more diverse areas in the game, but I, I'm like you. I don't really want to walk. Like I, when I sent you guys that text message, the first thing I noticed when he started walking was that crink, crink. Crink, crink, oh, that backpack making Oh, my ride. God, crink, dude, crink, dude, crink. dude. And I was dude, like, dude, dude, that's going to get old. The memes on the backpack, someone put like a little, <laughs> put a little Amazon hat and put a bunch of Amazon boxes on his back. Right, it's like somebody cracked a joke about it being like a delivery simulator. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. It could be, but I was like, wondering if like, there's any related. They, they haven't shown any kind of like hints at any kind of like gunplay. When he pulled up the wheel, it had something that looked like a little knife on there, but I didn't see any other kind of like weaponry. And you know, Kojima and Metal Gear, it's all about that cool gunplay. And I'm like, is there, there has to be, but he hasn't shown any of it. And I'm like, is this just going to be like just a straight up adventure with like no, like, I just, it's related. That's what it is. Uh, this is this is Diego the Explorer. Yeah, it's like it was confusing. I'm just like it's cool. What is? Um, it'll it'll. I'll still get it. I'll still check it out. It might be like most of his games where I play like 75 percent of it and then never finish it. But that 75 percent will be uh, will be some kind of time guaranteed. Yeah, that was that was, that was that's what I seen that. Well, I think everybody seen it to be just like, wow, man. <laughs> All those Amazon boxes. That was crazy. I was like, whoa, really? There was um there was some small stuff that I really liked. Um The Witcher Three for the Switch. Um cross play between Xbox and PS4 for PUBG. I thought that was pretty neat. Yes. Yeah, that that that's really cool, man. And, and uh, it, it should be like that, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. I think I think they should. I think they should open up, man, and honestly, just cross-platform play because you're gonna have people that love the Xbox community. You're gonna have people that love the PlayStation community. Exactly. And then they should have the in-betweens, the people who love both and like to play both. And we was discussing that. Uh, I think it was on the last uh, last podcast about um, you know. If you're a gamer, you might as well buy all of them, all the systems, man. Because there are games, there's great games on, the, on each system. You might not have them all. You know, at the end of the day. Have you guys seen that um, that ridiculous build that Origin did that had all the consoles in it? I think I did come across that. Yeah, oh that's, that's nice. I'm, I'm going to have to send that to Ronan if he hasn't seen it. What's that? Someone took apart a Xbox, PS4, Switch, all the consoles, mm-hmm. and basically put it inside of a gaming case. And so they just like kit bashed them together and just made a monster yeah, machine that plays everything. Everything. Like, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. know how to people know how to do certain things you know and create something something grand that ain't nobody ever seen you know and for them to do something like that that's impressive definitely impressive uh also, yeah, so uh yeah oh, go ahead oh go ahead man i was gonna ask sergio what he what he thought about the uh what ultimately ended up being the sega reveal oh yeah 
because I looked at it and went, um, um, <laughs> like, yeah, um, that was, uh, that wasn't not what I expected. Oh, is that yeah. human, the humankind thing or whatever? The one, yeah, the one made with amplitude, the guys that do the rhythm games, right? And yeah. Things, but it was like a like a Civ style game, and I was like, huh? Like what? Yeah, that that uh, that yeah. humankind game. That really just, I was like, really, that's the AAA game. <laughs> oh, uh, the whole time I was thinking, this can't be the AAA game. This has to. Be no, just I, I think they're. I mean, leave civilization alone, man. Come on, it's like too late in the yeah, game man. to do that, man. Too late in the game. That yeah, man. That, that's <laughs> it's way too late in the game to do that. I was surprised. That was not what I expected. Someone is definitely bored and has a lot of money just to be like, you know, what are we going to do? Let's do this. <laughs> right. Let's get a rhythm game company. <laughs> Let's make a civilization <laughs> builder. It's like, uh, just, there's the kid waiting. Was there any kind of like, I'm not wrong, right? Isn't that what Amplitude did? Did they do something different? Oh, that's exactly what they did. Exactly so it was like, was there any kind of like aspect of it that was musical in any way uh, that I missed out on? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, are we beating on drums? It's for just a while, different. Or? So the only difference between this and like Civilization is Civilization is, I think it's just centered around just, just, just one, just one era. This one's like, this one has sixty different cultures. Right, and they span up, and they span from different periods of time too. So it's very intricate, and you can like build stuff with like ancient Egyptians, uh, incorporating elements of like Rome, the Vikings. And it's just, it's really just like someone just word vomited all over a video game, and just was like, yeah. "Civilization sucks." Yeah. <laughs> I can make it better. Right, yeah. I was totally just dumbfounded. I'm still like not sure what to, what I saw. Those... Yeah, that threw me off, man. When I seen that, I was like, wait, that's the Sega game? You have got to be kidding me. Yeah, I know it was kind of like dumb on my part to be like, maybe we'll get a new like Jet Set Radio or something. Because <laughs> I played the shit out of that game like back in the Dreamcast days. And I was like, yeah, okay. Didn't seem like a game I'd like at all, but man, there I was skating, grinding, tagging all over the place. So I'm like, hmm. No, nah, guess I won't be playing whatever this game is. I can't believe that, man. Okay. I literally couldn't believe that. When I seen that, I said, wow, really? Really, Sega? You didn't have nothing better to pull out but that? Yep. Uh, underwhelmed, man. Underwhelmed. That was very underwhelming. Uh, man, that I have no words to say that. Did anybody get a chance to see the Call of Duty uh, little trailer? Yeah, I, I, I don't know who I was talking to about this, but I, first of all, first of all, fuck Activision. I didn't mean to say that on the radio, but um, <laughs> just because they never show any love to Xbox fans, so I thought I think it's really cool what they're doing for people if they want to try it out. The 2v2, the 2vp2 is, um, it's free. I think it's available this, this week. No, this this weekend, weekend. It's, it, it's yeah, free. Yeah. You don't need PlayStation Plus to play it. You don't need an active subscription. 
And that sucks because I, I kind of like Call of Duty and I kind of been wanting this one just because, I don't know, just a reminiscing of the old Modern Warfare days, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, I've been really turned off by the last 12 Call of Duties. So I'm just like looking at this one and I'm like, you know what? I could maybe spend a few hours on this. Yeah, right. And then when they're like, well, this is only open to PlayStation 4 people. And I'm just like. They didn't have to do that. Yeah, they didn't have to do that. You know, if you want to draw in a crowd, and this is why I kind of got to call Activision out on this one. Like everyone always call them out. But you could have said, okay, you know, I want everybody to get their hands on this. So let's have an open server for all cross all platforms for this. I know everyone loves this game. Everyone has had fond memories of this game. We remade it. Let's go ahead and let them give a free try in it. In our servers, our test servers, and see how they like it. That gives people more of a uh, incentive to say, you know what, I'm purchase this game. Let me go pre-order this game. And you're you're literally blocking our audience uh, just to make it exclusive, which is kind of a dumb. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I could open the PS4 that I have, but like I said in the last podcast, it's a collectible. I know I'm being really extra about it, but I I bought that for the intentions of not opening it. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that's a that's a collector's edition right there, man. It's a shame though that they did that. That was, I think, that was a botched move on their end. To be honest, what do you think about that, Ronan? You think that's a but that was a bad on, on Activision's? Um, I mean, in general, yeah, but I don't think that at this point they have much of a choice in <laughs> that because I, I think that they're <laughs> locked. Right, but I'm not gonna play it though. I've got Destiny to play. I don't need Call of Duty. I mean, it's like it's okay, but I don't like boots on the ground, like realistic shooters anyway. So. It's a non-factor for me when it comes to like where it is. If it was on Xbox only, it wouldn't bother me at all. But and I think Xbox is a more appropriate crowd for Call of Duty. I picture Call of Duty. I think Xbox. I don't think PlayStation. So it's always been weird to me that they do the exclusivity thing with the PlayStation rather than say the Xbox. But it's like also I don't think they have a choice right now because I think that from everything it looks like they're locked into a long term previous standing agreement with Sony for all that exclusive stuff. Like, you know, like Destiny crap for a while. And so it wasn't until Bungie fully assumed like their independence that they were able to say, like when the ink dried and it's like, all this is yours, they were like, okay, no more exclusives, right? That's why we had to wait like that couple, three months before you heard anything about that kind of stuff. And then they were suddenly just like, yep, that's it. No more exclusives for anybody. Because Activision and Sony have been in bed together for a while, and I think there's probably a contract that just hasn't ran out yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm that guy who I like I like Call of Duty games as well. Uh, I remember my first actual my first Call of Duty game was Modern Warfare. To be honest, that was actually my first game that I really really drew drew me in. I love that game. Yeah, Modern Warfare one, two, yeah, three was alright, but that series mm, one after and that two was my favorite. One and two were good. World at War was amazing, and then after that, to yes. me, there hasn't been a good one Black up Ops until 
I was Black never Ops. I was never a Black Ops person. I couldn't get into it. Um, no, nah. world the, the new one, the new well, not the newest one, but the one from like two years ago, the World War Two. Oh man, that one was great. That was an epic yes, game. Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. That was very good nostalgia for that game in general. But, yeah, but, yeah, and I, I really, yeah, I'm really torn. And like you were saying about the Sony agreement, that's it, kind of a rough thing though, because it's like. You know, you know everyone's giddy about this game. There's a lot of people who love Modern Warfare. And to kind of just do that for this weekend. Unless they say, okay, this weekend is, is everybody on PlayStation. Next week is everybody on the Xbox or whatever. I'll be fine with that if, if, if it's like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'd rather did... wait instead of play Fortnite any day. So. Where does it, when does it come out? November. November. Okay, yeah. So they they have time to have some kind of like timed exclusivity to this to where in like a month or so they could be like or in October whenever their little time limit runs out and be like, all right, well now for Xbox owners, they just have to get PlayStation out of the way first. Yeah. And then they want to do PlayStation. This is my theory. I could be wrong, but they probably just want to do PlayStation servers first so they could could test out everything, make sure everything running. Pretty smooth, um, so that way when they do test it on the other servers, it's a pretty much a go. You know, okay, it's running fine. Let's go ahead to Xbox. And, uh, and you know, the yeah, the exclusivity thing is a little weird too. When I just realized that, I remembered that it was crossplay. So I'm all like, well, if it's crossplay, what does it matter? There should be no exclusive on a crossplay game. Facts. It's crossplay. Like even like even like maps or weapons, right? Yeah, you would expect them normally to have like two maps or one map, and then these other three guns that are just on PlayStation. But with the cross play, that becomes kind of problematic. Like, well, my guns are grayed out, and yours aren't. So, facts, you know, that's the thing I don't I don't get about this. Uh, I was just like that. That kind of blew my mind. I was like, ooh, that's not good. You got a lot of Xbox people too that want to play. You ready to start it? But you know. I guess it's to each his own on that one. Did anybody get to see the Predator Hunting Grounds? I did. I like it, but it reminds me too much of the Freddy versus Jason stuff. Not the Freddy versus Jason, but the Friday the 13th game or whatever. Well, that's who made it, so that should make sense. Oh, it did. I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even see. I didn't even look. Yeah, yep, it's made by the same dudes. When the dude came out and talked about it, he's like, yeah, well, we, you know, we made the Friday the 13th game, and Somebody was like, you should do Predator. And we're like, we should do Predator. And then they went and got all the licenses and they did Predator. Oh, so that's nice. why it looks so similar. I was just like, damn, I've seen this game before somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> yeah, they the one that made it, man. You know, they was like, you know what, let's make this too. You know, so yeah, it looks pretty cool, you know. I'm just like getting serious vibes too of like, um, what was that one that came out a while back that just totally flopped? Where it evolved. Oh yeah, that yeah. was terrible. Where one four people take on the one monster, and here we are, four people taking on a one monster again. And they might—that's a smaller scope game, right? They might be able to pull it off just because it's smaller scale, like all the way around. But mm-hmm. yeah, is it just me and you now? <laughs> I heard the little dinging noise go off, and I had to pull it back up on my phone. I was like, "Who's not here?" Yeah, I was like he knocked it out on accident. But um, 
Yeah, it, it, it looks it's a smaller scope game, you know, for that. You know, they they're really good with they for the most part they're pretty good with the little smaller little scope type of a uh, scary uh, scary type games. They're pretty good with that in their lane, you know. And that last one yeah, it looks like something. Yeah, I never really played it too much. I messed with it like one or two times, and then it was just like, yeah, this isn't really what I'm looking for in a game, really. I didn't run so much. This one will be better because you're not so much like the helpless character that has to set traps and do weird things, you know? So I was like, I don't want to do all this, but (laughs) if I got some guns, it might be okay. But, yeah, it totally looks like one of those you can sit down on, like, a Saturday night and grab a couple beers and just play a couple rounds of it and be done with it. Yeah. What about the uh, Curveball Space Program? Uh, That was kind of in the bushes to me. What do you guys think? Man. That is for a very, very, very specific audience of which we are not a part. Thanks. There are people that there's like a rabid cult following for that game. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> I'm so happy for the people who that is for because congr- I mean, good, good on you, man. You got something that you're so passionate and love so much. But yeah, nah, I'm good. Pass. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I get that a pass too, man. I, the minute I seen that, I said, "Yep, that's in the bushes for me." You know, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not really uh, interested in it. They also had they also the new Dragon Ball Z game. If you guys are into that too, um, they, what do you guys think about that? Um, so I, I'm actually a big DBZ fan. Um, the only thing that I hate about every DBZ game, and you know. They showed a lot of really good good footage, and I feel like this might be the game that outdoes the last couple one of them that have been released. Just because the only thing that I hate is just that uh, I love Goku and I love everyone. They've just been remaking the same game for like the last fifteen years. Like, yeah. no offense to that, they always have a story arc, and the story arc always re- revolves around um, the same story: Cell, Boo, all this. Yeah, I mean, like, I think CyberConnect is really gonna do a really good job. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm really excited. Up, really What'd you say? Give me a fully fleshed out Broly story, you know, with that. Yeah, with yeah. Game. Give me something. Give me something all different. Yeah, yeah. A little Broly. Yeah, that's pretty good. Or, or put some Super in there. You know, that'd be cool too. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really get a chance to. They they haven't in the games. They haven't really explored that as much. It's mostly sale, you know, Roger Boo, all of those guys. It's just like, uh, come on. Yeah, even though I love the gameplay, I love the fighting and everything like that. Don't get me wrong, I love that stuff. But it's just, uh, I want a little bit more in the stories when it comes to story uh, based characters. What is your take on that, Ronan? I think y'all are a couple Dragon Ball nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the hell you just said. I was like, hmm, a what? A who? I know jack shit about Dragon Ball. I mean, I know the main characters. If you pulled up images of the main characters, I could like name most of them. But I've probably only watched like three episodes of that show ever and never played a single video game. So it is so out of my wheelhouse that I'm like, yet again... Yay, man! I'm happy for y'all. I could give y'all great big hugs right now. You're so happy about it. <laughs> Just give me a power up, 
I powered up trunks with a sword, and I'm good, man. <laughs> man, you're coming right up, man. I know what you're getting for Christmas now. <laughs> I'm good if they have that. Did anybody see the Dark Siders <laughs> Genesis uh, that, that they showed on in the three? I mean, the uh, Gamescom. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, for that kind of game, it was just war the whole time. I was like, yeah, is it the our our um death and the what was the chick one what was her which one was she the uh what's her name from darksiders 3 i can't remember off the top of my head but i thought it would be like you know the three of them and then like the fourth horseman and that way if you were going to play some kind of like co-op with it you could play the different characters i don't know that they're not in there but all i saw in the trailer was just war running around and i was like it look very war focused which is cool i like games like that i was excited about the uh the little Torchlight 2 announcement that they had, because I remember I played the crap out of Torchlight on my yeah. laptop back in the day, and I was like, yeah, Torchlight's cool. I like a good Diablo-style game here and there. And so it was like... Yeah, that, yeah, that, it, it looked, it looked pretty cool. It definitely looked pretty cool. Uh, they probably do got the other characters in there. Uh, we probably, they probably just didn't showcase it yet, but I, I, they probably do have the other characters in there. That we've seen. I mean, I looked at one at one time. There was one running around that I thought looked like a slimmer character model, so I thought maybe it was Death. I was like, I was like, maybe that is. Can't tell for sure, but yeah, it's cool, man. I like anything that studio does. I was a gigantic fan of uh, that Battle Chasers, our old school RPG they put out last year. Yeah, Night War. I love that game, man. That was one of the games I, I hesitated, didn't buy it on PS4 for a long time because I was knew they were coming out with the Switch version. And yeah. I thought that would be like a perfect game to play on like Switch, since I'm such a fan of like the old school '90s RPGs. And I was like, man, this is right in my alley. But then after a while, it got so cheap on PS4. That I was like, I just got to pull the trigger now. It's still like four months away for the Switch version. I am buying this right now. If I like it enough, I'll just buy it again later. But it was like, so yeah, that one looks cool, man. I'm down for anything Joe Mad does. I'm a huge Joe Mad fan from back in the Battle Chasers comic days. And, uh, yeah, he did do really good. So <laughs> all, I was a fan of his yeah, character designs are always cool in those games. And mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a fan of that kind of game. I was like a little concerned, kind of, because they said before on a preview for it that it was not a looter, you know, like a Diablo or a Torchlight so much, where it's more just a straightforward action game. So I was like, mm, okay, I guess. But you're in those games now. You're trained so much to just constantly keep getting these drops of loot and always getting cooler gear and cooler gear. Thanks. And so it was kind of – it just – when I look at it, I'm expecting to see things dropping, and it's just him, like, beating up stuff. And I'm like, oh, is there more? What What is there? So they still have to release more details about it. But visually and ideally, I think it looks cool as hell. Yeah, I definitely think – yeah, it does look really good um, on that. Definitely. And then uh, they were saying something about the uh, the Anno eighteen uh, eighteen hundred downloadable content. I was like, okay, yeah, that's another one of those Civ kind of games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I think I tuned out on that one too. I think I went up and <laughs> did the dishes for a little while. You was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but there was a couple things that did catch my eye though that. Three things actually that I'm like super interested in, and one of them I knew about. The other one, one of them I knew quite a bit about because I watched a YouTube video on it a couple weeks ago. One of them I knew nothing about, and the other one 
I knew existed, but didn't know shit about it, but knew enough of the pedigree for it to be like kind of hype about it. All right. Looking forward to it. But then I'd kind of forgotten. And then it came back out on here and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, All right. That looks weird. Okay, I'm not sure what's happening here. Um, Okay, not sure. (laughs) But still was intrigued enough by it because it's so different. Right. But that would be disintegration. Yeah. Yeah. From the old Halo guy and the old Bungie guy. Uh huh. Yeah, and I was really like, cool, man. yeah, I was like weirded out because when he was first started the trailer, I was like, I sure is awful close to an EXO. Where is this where Cade went after he died? He didn't really die. He just <laughs> faked his own death so he could he could go ride his little souped up sparrow around. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that you're in that in, in that vehicle the whole time so you're shooting out of the vehicle and use the weapons of the vehicle you never get out of the vehicle and then you kind of command your troops like that old like a like a ghost what was it the old um what was tom Clancy games shit was it the ghost recon games the old ones yeah the where you commanded the four troops around from like a drone mm-hmm. perspective where you could go into like the troops and you positioned them where you wanted them to go and then you started the conflicts i love those games i played the living crap out of those or that old xbox game remember that one uh wasn't that great, but it was cool at the time. Uh, that brute force game, yeah, where you had the four characters and it was like sci-fi, and you kind of commanded them around, mm-hmm. and it kind of felt, it kind of felt like C-rate Mass Effecty the way you could do the Mass Effect characters back in the day, Play-ish. yeah. But yeah, so it was kind of like some combination of those, and I'm still super intrigued with because I think it looks cool. I'll play it. I was like, all right, man, cool. I was, it was a surprise to me to see anything about it because i thought it was still so far out you wouldn't get any kind of like gameplay but the fact that they did that i was like all right man okay i like the pedigree here that's cool and then uh there's one that they didn't say anything about consoles for and so it's kind of got me back on that like guess i need to break down and get a pc here soon but it was that game the cycle yeah the cycle yeah the the cycle looks kind of cool man it looks kind of like something i was like now this is where and I don't know say the VR genre, but it's kind of like that like world you go into and you got things to do and it's PVE VP, which I was like, well, Bungie should have got a copyright on that when they put game out. Nonetheless, nonetheless, I was like, I thought they stole a little of Bungie's thunder right there with the way they got plans in the future for the PVE VP thing. Mm-hmm. And uh but the just the look of it and the concept of it and the way it plays, I was like, Well, this seems cool. Like you're doing your PVE stuff, but then other players in the world can hear you doing your PVE stuff. And so you take a chance on you or they hunting each other down and getting in the car. I was like, yeah, that's kind of neat, man. I wouldn't mind trying that out. Too yeah. bad. It didn't say anything, say anything about consoles. Yeah. They didn't, I don't know where, when it's, yeah, I think it might be on PC only. Or it's one of those until they like iron out all the kinks and figure out exactly how it all comes together and all yeah. works. And I don't doubt that it will. Yeah, but you remember they did say they did say uh, that like some of the some of these games that they're they're announcing aren't coming out for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So that might be one of those games that it's not coming out to maybe twenty twenty one or something like that. They just want to yeah, there's one off. Yeah, there's one. The last one specifically is one that's not coming out till twenty twenty one, and I got strangely disappointed about that, about a game that I'd never even heard of before, right? And I was like, okay. So I started watching it, and I was like, just looking, and I'm like, all right, well, this looks okay, I guess. It's all right. It's kind of something I'm into. And then 
the spaceship did this like strafing run against this like capital ship and you just saw this yeah. like, carpet bombing looking explosion like star wars and i was like oh dude that looks so cool man if this is some kind of like modern day like take on like that old star fox feeling where you're just flying in space combat oh yes and so that was that uh shit, what was it called i just had it pulled up uh everspace 2 yeah i was like man i love games like that just that's i liked in like Battlefront 2, like just running around in the TIE Fighters, just flying around in space and dogfighting and shit, dude. I'm all about that kind of thing. So I was like, if this can capture any kind of like space combat, especially a, not necessarily on rails Star Foxy experience, but I wouldn't hate it if it did that. Or if it did this little like, here's your here's your pathway, like that or like the old Panzer Dragoon Orta stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's your here's your pathway, go down it, shoot things, fly through stuff, because I miss those old Star Fox games, to be quite honest with you. Oh, Star Fox, man, that's that's my thing. Yeah, Star Fox is my thing. Uh, I love it to death. Uh, did you, you know what they also did? I seen, too, the, uh, that they showed later, that was showed later, um, the Avengers. You know, did you see that gameplay of the Avengers? Did they uh No, once the once they said the presentation was over and it went off the air, I just quit watching Gamescom stuff and just went back and playing Destiny. I was like, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, they got a full like a full uh official gameplay of uh, the Avengers. You get to see uh battles and stuff like that. Uh, that they show with Black Widow, uh Captain America, all of those guys. Um, how they fight and everything. They kinda polished the game. We did see. Yeah, what, what's it? It looks really cool? good. Like the combat? Yeah, it looks. Yeah, the combat looks pretty good. Um, definitely pretty good. Uh, okay, you know, I'm interested. Definitely interested in getting it. It looks really well for the most part. You know, with that being the Tomb Raider guys, I'm used to the Tomb Raiders being the more linear, you know, Uncharted or the way Tomb Raider plays, where you got gunplay and like smaller little open areas and stuff like that but without real like gunplay in that game outside of like throwing shields or like little black widows like widows bite sting things um you know the hulk be a more of a brawler i guess iron man's got repulsor rays but then you throw the hammer so i guess they could do it yeah from what what they showed off like yeah everything that you would think the characters will do especially like mcu wise they do They do it. They do everything that they have. All their all their assets, especially bike widow. She got her uh, her uh, her dual weapons, her dual pistols, uh, her little uh, shock thingies. She got everything. She used, and she got this cloaking type of device thing as well. I mean, did it look like were you just playing? Were they playing like one character at a time, or were they playing like more than one, or was more than one there in the battle? So basically, like it was like the beginning of the campaign, right? All of the characters were there. So um, how they were showing each character at a time. So they would show, uh, they would show uh, what you call it, uh, Thor. Then they show Iron Man. Then they show Hulk's gameplay. Then they'll go to uh, Black Widow's gameplay, and then uh, Captain America's gameplay. Huh. And they would show each part. That camp, the the beginning of the, it's pretty much like the whole beginning of the whole campaign. Did they show? So, so it was, uh, it was nice, man. It it was actually really nice. I enjoyed it. 
Um, it's gonna be interesting when it does come out, man. They kind of fix some things, so um, and uh, some of the it looks like they kind of fix some of the facial features and stuff like that. Especially on Black Widow, they fixed hers too. She doesn't have the uh, the super jawline <laughs> that everybody was cracking on back then. Yeah, she's definitely fixed. But anyhow, that is all for the review. Uh, I guess Sergio had to go or whatever. He, I don't think he'd get back in, but uh, that was a short review. Uh, appreciate everyone for getting you know, take the time to listen to us do a little recap of everything we've seen. Um, there's probably some more things that we didn't get a chance to touch on, which we'll probably do on Sunday. Um, so just catch us on Sunday, the usual time, and we'll see you guys later. Later, everybody.